What's up, horror fans? It's Danny from the Lashercast, joined as always by my Ghostface shirt-wearing partner, Pete, over there. And there's a chance that we might have another OG member of the Lashercast join us. Uh, Chris might show up. We've sent him the link. If he doesn't, well, we still love him anyway. Uh, we're here <laughs> this afternoon uh, because the Scream 6 trailer dropped, and... I saw it this morning, and I have some thoughts. Pete has not watched it yet, so we're going to watch it together with you, and we're going to talk about it. We're going to give our thoughts, and you can let us know what you think about this upcoming trailer. Um, and if you like our trailer stuff, you can go and watch our trailer review of Evil Dead Rise, where uh, we were joined by Brian and Mike Mangiorno from uh, Pop Culture Manchild or Pop Culture Manchildren. And uh, Pete and I just did a marathon recording of our top 10 of 2022. That is going to be out very soon. You should like this video. You should subscribe to our channel so that you can watch that. And without further ado, Pete, whenever you're ready, let's watch the Scream 6 trailer. All right, here we go. Dropping now. Oh, oh there we go. Oh, it helped have had some volume. Okay, hold on. Let me start that shit from the beginning. Sorry, people that are watching. You got a problem here, guy? Okay. Damn. Oh! Okay. Ghostface with a shotgun. Yeah, that's that's new, right? We haven't seen that. This this feels different already. I, I love this. I I love this, and I'll explain more when the trailer's over. But I, I really okay. love this. I have the secret. There's a darkness inside of me. I don't like that. Here. <laughs> and it's gonna keep coming for us. We share a certain history. Yes! <laughs> Kirby Reed. This isn't like any other ghost face. What is this place? A shrine. We've got to lure him in. We execute him. Huh. Okay. Hello. Let's play a game. You know you're like the tenth guy to try this, right? It never works out for the dipshit in the mask. Oh, wow. I love that's a great scene. They said there's never been a what? I'm something. There's never been a guy like me. There's never been one like that's me, Gail. I'm going to shoot you in the head. Oh. You want me. So let's finish this. Guys? Uh-oh. I love hey, Freddy Krueger, Pinhead. Pinhead, yeah. There's a Jason back there. Wow. Is that it? All right, so. wow. Oh, do you remember that beautiful sound from when you lived in New York of the 
subway train door closing. Absolutely, uh, yeah. Chris just said he'll be on in two minutes. So Perfect. when he right, let's get this jumps on, going. we'll get his thoughts. Yes. So, so I had a couple of questions. Thing, oh, I was going to say, first thing, what's your reaction to seeing Ghostface with a shotgun? <laughs> I mean, he definitely seems different. The movie itself seems different from other screams, too. Uh, I had a couple of questions about this one. Is this supposed to be part of like a new trilogy of movies? Like, is it going to be that there's going to be another one after this, too? Here's the thing. It's, it's, a, it's a horror franchise. So it's like, you know, Halloween 2018 was originally meant to be a standalone movie. And it just happened to make hundreds of millions of dollars at the box office to the point where they were like, oh, what we meant was it's a trilogy now. And I think it was very obvious to anybody who watched Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends that they were not part of the original vision of that first 2018 movie. Uh, So I think kind of the same thing happened last year. Scream 5, which is just called Scream, made so much money that they just instinctively greenlit a sequel and they were able to basically make it right away. I mean, then again, the fact that this was made so soon after, like this is releasing 14 months after the previous one does kind of make me think that they had this idea. I mean, it's made by the same writers. It's the radio silence crew. Hey, Uh, just like, just like, just like, just like Dottie Henson. I've returned to the peaches. (laughs) <laughs> welcome back chris it's like can 2020 tell, all over again can, can you tell chris doesn't watch sports he's throwing in a league of their own reference there we uh, go time for us to talk about blind manor oh <laughs> <laughs> oh was that a saturday to remember oh uh, yeah chris chris and i talked about the haunting of blind manor for about six hours straight uh, i remember you, i had to edit that <laughs> you, you <laughs> You handsome people, how the hell are you? Doing well, good, man. We good. Were... So, Go ahead. Uh, so yeah, I was just gonna say we we just played the trailer. You've seen it, right? Yes, I have. I actually recorded okay. a. Uh, I'm having some camera issues. I recorded a uh, a trailer reaction earlier. Uh, you know, it's just something something small. I was working. I was on the road. So, uh, but uh, I mean, I'm I'm happy to jump in wherever you guys already are. <laughs> We, sure. we basically just watched the trailer and we were talking about the different feel uh, of this one as compared to Scream 5 from last year. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Totally different. Uh, uh, New York feels like New York, unlike Jason Takes Manhattan. Well, we don't like, know. We don't know. Well, Everything in that trailer could be just 10 minutes of the movie and most of it could take place on a cruise ship from Woodsboro. <laughs> Yeah, no, I listen, it, it, uh, my money's worth uh, of this film is is completely in on just Ghostface kicking a boom box across Times Square and, uh, um, you know, worth worth the price of admission. Yeah. I, I, my first reaction, and I posted this on Facebook earlier uh, and I shared the trailer, was it looks so different and I'm so into how different it looks because I think... My initial reaction to Scream 5 was, oh man, I really liked it. And then I watched it again with Charlotte. And my and my reaction the second time was, okay, yeah, no, no, I liked it. And then I saw it a third time and I was like, hmm, yeah, 
I'm going to stop rewatching this movie because it's very quickly becoming like um, the rise of Skywalker, where every time I watch it, it gets worse and worse and worse. So I'm like, let me not watch Scream 5 anymore, because every time I watch it, what I love about this movie, uh, about this trailer, (laughs) if you guys remember in Scream 5, there is they played the clips of Ryan Johnson's Stab 8. (laughs) <laughs> and right. there are parts of this that feel like it's Ryan Johnson's stab eight. Like, yeah, ghost face with a shotgun. Um, somebody having a Batman-esque bat cave of ghost face costumes. Yeah. Like, there's so much of this that feels so bizarrely different to anything else that we've seen in this franchise. And I I love that about the trailer. I really do. There's, I mean, there's, there's some franchises, right, where you want more of the same, you want it to be this thing, maybe you don't get sequels that often, or you just love that world. It's time to step out of Woodsboro. Yeah. It, it's that's, time. And, and that is the exact thought I had the second and third time I watched Scream 5, where I was like, really liked it, and then, okay, you know what? There's too much sameness to this. Yeah. And I get that, like, it was the first sequel in 10 years. And Scream 4 was the first sequel in a bunch of years before that. But now it's only been, like, I was just saying to Pete, it's 14 months between Scream 5 coming out in January of 22 and this movie coming out in March of 23. Yeah. You can't just do the same thing again. And Ghostface Takes Manhattan is a pretty great angle to, to take it in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, now, Danny, you mentioned, I'm sorry, Pete, if I'm going to make Pete repeat, but Pete, we, uh, you mentioned how you felt about Scream 5 to this point. Uh, me personally, I, I'll be honest, I've seen it once. And it's, it's I, I mean, I don't think there's a bad film in this franchise, but I, for me, Scream 5 is the worst. But this is also a franchise where you could line up 10 people, ask them, and aside from one being in the number one spot, they're all going to have a different ranking. Yeah. So, Pete, where did where did five land for you? Uh, that's a really great question. I, Like you said, that there's the, this five is the worst for you. I would say that three is the worst for me. See, five knocked out three for me. <laughs> okay, right. Well, why? Um... It's weird. I, I believe me. I, I don't. I, I don't have any. Like I don't go. I don't look back on three, uh, and say like I was wrong about this. But but I do look back on three, with some charm and some playfulness that I didn't get from five. Okay. And I can look back at three now and be like, man, they really like not a lot. Most of this doesn't land, but man, they swung for the fences, basically pulling like a, you know, uh, I was going to say a Jay and Silent Bob strike back. Meanwhile, Jay and Silent Bob are in the movie. They're actually in the movie, but I mean, it's crazy that it's, it's, you watch three and you're like, yeah, not a lot of this works, but it's very ballsy in terms of like, this is like, it's so meta. Yeah. And, you know, and even four, I think people look, I feel like people look back fondly on four now. Four is my, has become my second favorite in the franchise. But it's also, three is also one of those films where, you know, if you told me two was your worst, I'd be like, I don't agree. If you said four was your worst, I'd be like, I don't agree. If you said three is the worst, I'm like, yes, 
I agree. I, I, I was there for a long time. Yeah. But five to me just feels like it just, I, I mean, it, I'm, I, I couldn't connect. I'm like, have I hit that age where I can't connect with anyone on screen in this? Yeah. The, other, just... the other problem I had, the other problem I had with five, and I think if my ranking real quick is four and two are basically neck and neck for second place for me. It, one, obviously two and four, it depends which one I watch. It's like, if I watch four, I'm like, Oh, that's my number two. If, then if I watch part two, I'm like, no, that's my number two. Yeah. Five is probably fourth on my list. And then three is probably still at the bottom, but barely. Yeah. And like, and I agree with you, Chris, I don't, even part three being at the bottom, it's kind of like, in a way, it's kind of like the Child's Play franchise, where I part three is at the bottom of my list, but I don't think it's a bad movie. It's a fun little 90-minute, you know, Army versus Chucky slasher. You know, yeah. my, my biggest problem with part five was I basically called the ending, like, almost at the beginning. Like, I, I knew, I think Amber was her name. You know, spoilers for Scream 5 if you haven't watched it a year ago. I don't I think, even remember her name. <laughs> yeah. I I think like the best friend. I, I was right away I was in I was like I, I'm the best friend is definitely one of the killers. And then I remember getting angry that she was too tiny to kill people. And and then I was like, oh it's probably it's probably the boyfriend too. That's going to be like the twist at the end. And then I was like, wow. Come on, I, come on, wait, wait, come on. 2022, straight white guy has to be. Has <laughs> to be. That's it. That is, that, that's, come Chris, on. That's... Do you want to talk about Velma? <laughs> All right, guys, I'll see you later. <laughs> no, no, I, well, no, listen, it, it, I, I, I always said, I probably said it here talking to you guys at one point. It's a, uh, you know you're not enjoying something when you start logic nitpicking it. Yeah. And yeah. and a lot of us did that with Scream 5 when we're like, this girl is four foot tall. <laughs> and, and she's she, taking you know, down David Arquette. You know, and it's like, clearly you go, you go back and watch that scene. It's like, well, if it's her, she's wearing lifts because, you know, uh, uh, Jack Quaid is is in that scene he, as, yeah. Yeah, as his character. You know, so, uh, but again, this is something, if we were having a good time, we'd be like, ah, who cares? Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, to get back to this trailer, I think that's why I liked it so much, because I didn't get the been there, done that vibe that I kind of felt. It's like, you know, in, in the last movie, like, the characters felt like, I mean, if you go back and watch the original Scream, like they're trying to sell you Drew Barrymore as a high school student in 1996. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like this was a little girl in E.T. in 1982. It's 25 years later. She's not a high school student. We Come on. Like, yeah. these characters already looked so much older. So I like the fact that they're, you know, getting away from this hometown that has been the center of this, like, murder spree for 20 years. And they're going on a vacation or whatever, or they're in college or whatever the reason is going to be for them to be in New York. I I just like that they, like you said, get them out of Woodsboro, put them somewhere else, have Ghostface look slightly different and act slightly different. And, you know, Pete and I talked about this in our best of 2022. I know that the Terrifier movies are not for everybody, but there's a moment in the first Terrifier movie where who you think is the final girl 
has like Art the Clown down and you're like, oh, wow, she's going to like, this is where she like fights back. And Art the Clown pulls out a fucking gun and shoots her. And I yeah. remember going, that's fucking great. Like you yeah. never see slasher killers do that. And just seeing Ghostface with a shotgun was hilarious to me. I fucking love that. Yeah. And you know, like somebody on Twitter was like, Ghostface would never do that. I'm like, have you watched the movies? Because at the end of every movie, when they take the costume off, they are always pointing a gun at somebody. <laughs> like yeah, Billy Lewis yeah. is pointing but, a gun at somebody. But how much, also how much does it speak to the need of, uh, I didn't realize that they had released an image a couple months ago of him with the shotgun. I didn't even know. I'm kind of glad oh, that I, I did Oh, I had no idea of that. Because yeah, it was such yeah. a nice, it was a nice surprise during the trailer, right? I was like, happy to not know. Yeah. But it speaks volumes, uh, you know, that people are excited about Ghostface with a shotgun. That it speaks volumes that we're ready for something different. I mean, for me, five was I'm like, I thought I loved being in Woodsboro, and by the end of five, I'm like, let's get the hell out of this town. Yeah, like because now we were doing the same thing. I mean, I was gonna, I was gonna say to Brian earlier, Brian was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to see Scream Five. I'd be like, oh, did you see one? Just imagine <laughs> it. In 2022, like, well, you know, you know, it's like, you know, I, but you could jump in on this. Like, you really didn't miss much, it, you know, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, I one thing that I love, I mean, as, a, as someone who's championed for uh, pretty hard the last few years, revisiting it four or five years ago and being like, I think this is my second favorite in the franchise. I love seeing people kind of come back to that when they don't find something. They didn't find something they loved in five. They went back to four and they're like, no, this is the one. Like Wes Craven directed this, another screen film that was 10 years ahead of its time in terms mm -hmm. of streaming and social media fame. If you want to go back and watch four now, and yeah. you're like, this was this was 11 years ago, and it's so speaking, relevant. Speaking of part four, we uh we could talk about the return of Kirby. Kirby. Reed, uh Hayden the cheerleader. <laughs> yes, the cheerleader. Hayden Patentier. Panettiere. Panettiere. Okay, I have gotten her last name wrong for 20 years, but yes. Wouldn't it, be great if, would it, wouldn't it be great if one of us was like, yeah, Nashville! Woo! <laughs> I mean, I she was easily my favorite character in part four. Yes. And she's been yeah. a character that many people have demanded to come back. So with the absence of Sydney in this movie, the first movie in the franchise without Sydney Prescott, to bring Kirby back I think is a, a huge get for the franchise. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I'm, I'm not sure, I'm not sure if you saw, but uh, uh, Ted Gagan, who directed the, I mean, fantastic, another movie I still, I still champion to this day. We are still here. Are still fantastic here. indie horror movie. That's probably, uh, God, it's gotta be seven, eight years old at this point. Uh, he had said like, not nasty in any way. He's just like, Twitter, tell me about Kirby. Because I don't get it. Why? Why is everyone so? Why is everyone so excited? Let Let me know about Kirby. And it was just kind of filled with a lot of love for Scream Four and a lot of love for that character. And throughout the comments, he's just like, "Yeah, okay, all right, I, I get it now. I got to go back and watch it." And I even yeah. put in my two cents. I'm like, "Dude, for my money, uh, Scream Four has got one of the best third acts since the original." Yeah, you it know, does. like it, it, I don't want to talking a lot about Scream 4 because I know we're talking about the trailer, but uh, it's just, you know, any chance I get, I'm like, go back and watch Scream 4. Yeah. No, I, I agree. And I love Kirby. I'm glad she's back in this. 
the other scene, and I mentioned it earlier, the other scene that really stuck out to me in the trailer was whatever this bat cave scene <laughs> is. Because one of the things that makes the Scream franchise so unique is that it is meta. They are making movies about the Scream franchise in the Scream franchise. Yeah. Uh, Brandon. Uh, hey, go go ring the bell. Thank you. My, Brandon, my food, my food came. I told you. I told Pete I ordered food. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, like the Scream franchise is meta. They've made the Stab movies. They're up to Stab 8, according to yeah. the last movie, which means that we could just be into a, a an area where it's not one of the cast members. It's not one of the friends. It's just some random people who are stab fans who just basically almost like the end of the Batman this year, where really at the end of the Batman and like his, there is no final fight with the Riddler. Like yeah. the final fight is with these like Reddit users who follow the Riddler. It's, fun, right? it's so funny you mentioned that because when I saw the the bat like the 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 Ghostface Batcave, it reminded me of like a Matt Reeves uh, Batman Riddler uh, uh, like it was like a cross between the Matt Reeves Batman Batcave and like the Matt Reeves Riddler apartment like that's what yeah. that's what this the Ghostface cave reminded me of. I yeah. I I don't know something about that scene just made me excited. You guys talk. I'm gonna go get my food. <laughs> All right, yeah, well, um, one thing that stood out to me, because I only just watched it just now, right, before you came on, was um, that, you know, it, it seems pretty clear that Gail Weathers is going to get killed, you know, unless yeah. there's misdirection. I know that, like, in the Scream uh, 5, they seemed to, like, you know, Jenna Ortega was doing the Drew Barrymore role and that she was going to be the first girl to die, and then it's like, oh, there's misdirection, she lives. Um, with this, maybe Gail will live. I kind of feel like Gail will die. Um, every time that a screen movie comes out, it's a commentary on a different type of horror, like um, like occurrence, right? Scream yeah. is essentially just about slashers. Scream 2 is about sequels. Scream 3 is about a trilogy. Um, Scream 4 is about reboots. And then now we're in this era of, they call it requels in uh, Scream 5. And then, you know, we, we kind of refer to them as, like, legacy sequels. And I feel like Gale being taken out, it reminds me a lot of the Disney Star Wars movies because you have Dewey die in Scream 5. Most likely Gale's going to die in this one. Maybe they'll tease, uh, you know, Sydney's going to be in the next one. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to just kill Nev Campbell off screen. Uh, screen? Oh, look at that little Freudian slip there. Yeah. But, um. I, I actually I thought that Nev Campbell was going to be in this movie. I thought that they did answer her demands and that she was going to be in this too. No, no, they didn't. I mean, it's it's that we can only speculate, right? But um, you know, it's funny you mentioned Gail. It's like because I was thinking about this today, and I'm like, this is if this character were played by anyone that wasn't Courtney Cox, I feel like like this feels like a character, and I love Gail. There's a lot of great moments with Gail, but this feels like the kind of character that by this point would have overstayed their welcome in a franchise like this. I've yeah. seen people today on Twitter being like, they better not kill Gail. I'm like, I'm, really? I'm like, haven't you had enough? Like, too. Like, yeah. like, if she didn't survive the first one, I would have been fine. Like, like I, I will forever argue that Dewey should have died in Scream 2 and Randy should have lived. 
and they should have reversed those deaths and Randy should have at least stayed around for a while. I mean, to the point where they've realized their mistake so much that they put Randy's niece and nephew in the movie and they are basically exactly like him, especially the niece character. She's like basically Randy Jr. And it's like, yeah. all right, we fucked up. We killed the character that the fans really liked. So now we'll just replace them with somebody else. I always I always felt like uh, Gail should have died in Scream 3. She should have been shot by Ghostface. And when he shoots her, he says, bangs. Yeah. Oh, oh man. <laughs> End the video now. <laughs> Stop the count. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I would have actually preferred I my favorite part of Scream 3 is Parker Posey. So if they would have killed oh. Gail off and let Parker Posey live instead, I, again, I would have been totally fine there. I like Jeez. that. Parker Posey, Patrick Warburton, what a cast. I mean, I could have even used a little more, especially at that time, uh Jenny McCarthy. In 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 that film, yeah. because she, I mean, she had a, you know, obviously it's Jenny McCarthy, uh, you know, and she <laughs> just had, she always had a really great funny bone, you know, like she could have actually, I'm like, I remember being bummed, like Jenny, this is like prime time for Jenny McCarthy, like she could have brought a lot to this film. I even love her in bit stuff like basketball and um, and uh, Scary Movie Three, you know, yeah. she got that great opening scene in Scary Movie Three with Pamela Anderson, the the, the yeah. ring spoof. Is, is terrific, you know? Um, yeah, Three's got a great cast. But very quickly, Danny, oh, I think you... Two is still your second favorite, right? Two and four. They're, like, Pete, right there. Pete, where are you at on second favorite Scream? Yeah, I mean, my ranking just overall is one, two, four, five, three. I think, that, I think that's how... I think... One, two, and three. One, two, and four in a in a top three. Right is is a big overall uh, consensus you're gonna get. Right, right. You know, Absolutely. but I do love. You ever see somebody rank them and they're just like in the number one spot? It's like two, and you're like, whoa. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like some people. Yeah. Are, I think two is great. What kills two for me, and I know that's on me. It just it just bugs me. I can't stand the uh, cafeteria sing along. Oh. I can't. It's like it's like a brick wall when I'm watching them. I'll tell you, like, rewatching them, and I rewatched all of them with Charlotte before we saw Scream Five. One thing that I never picked up on in Scream Two. First of all, I, I'm a I'm the biggest Timothy Oliphant fan that I know. Oh yeah, and I and I've never watched Justified. I'm oh, that big, I, so I'm that I love Timothy Oliphant, and I loved him, and I loved his interactions with Randy in the classroom. He is essentially absent from the movie for the last 45 minutes. Yeah. And then he just pulls off the mask and he's like, I'm Ghostface. And you're like, wait, who are yeah. you again? Oh, you're, what's your name? Mickey? Oh, yeah. I remember you from like 25 scenes ago. Like, he's just <laughs> not in the movie enough to like be a, a good Ghostface for me. Whereas mm -hmm. Scream 4, like you said, Chris, I love the reveals at the end. Obvious as one of them might have been, I think they they had the best logic for being the killers yeah. uh, since the original. Mm -hmm. Which is why I kind of want them to take this a step further. And I want them to, in this movie, I kind of want the, the, the reveal of Ghostface to be 
some like nondescript character that we've never met before, like completely separated from, oh, my, you know, it's, it's almost like a dark helmet. Like you're, I'm your father's cousin's uncle's former roommate. <laughs> yeah. And that's why I put on this mask, followed you to New York and, and murdered everybody. Like, or maybe I'm just an obsessed fan of the movies. I've seen stab way too many times and I'm a fucking crazy person. And me and my friends decided to put on the masks and, you know, devote our energy to building an underground scream lair. You know, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it's probably the New York in us, but I'm like Ghostface in a bodega. I'm I'm okay, I'm okay with this. I'm okay with this. Yeah, you know? I I also like I, mean, I love the line delivery of uh, when Gail's on the phone and she's like, "There's like you know that like ten guys have done this before," and he goes like, something to the effect of that none of them have ever been like me. Yeah. So, like, Maybe that's, that's a great true. that's a great shot too. By oh, the way, the guy, I love a lot of the camera work in this trailer. I'm like, I'm I'm loving the look of this film. Yeah, uh, oh, I love the. I, I was telling Pete, I love the poster art. The poster art's been fantastic. They've really yeah. channeled the Jason. The best part of Jason Takes Manhattan was the poster art. <laughs> Although the new poster they released today, I'm like, there's way too many fucking heads on this thing. It's kind of like, you know, they're really knocking the shit out of the Quantum Mania poster. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, yeah, one was a little thrown together. Like, you know, but the, the scream ones on my teeth, the Sage Christ, a lot of people on this poster. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Samara Weaving is in this one, huh? Yes. Yes, she that's is. right. Yeah. And she's, she's a, uh, she works with the those directors. I, she was in Ready or Not. And uh, somebody on the train, if you saw the original teaser, there's somebody on the train dressed as the bride from Ready or Not. That's great. Which is a... Oh, yeah. I saw Freddy and I saw the Babadook also. The, Freddy, the Babadook. Pinhead. There's a Jason all the way in the background. There's a oh, pinhead. Cool. Uh, and there's a, a wolf that kind of looks like the American Werewolf in London mask. Yeah. So yeah, that that scene is gonna be like Easter egg heaven for like horror movie fans. Like Screen Rant is already plotting the twenty things you missed in the Scream trailer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, so know, I, behind the scenes, you got Matt Bednelli Olfin is the director. He directed the last one, and then Tyler Gillette, who wrote it, but he wrote the last one too. And then he also did Ready or Not, just like you said, Danny. Too. Yeah. They're and, they're, um, radio, they're they're the they're called Radio Silence. That's like their group, and they like ready or not got them scream and then it made so much money that here you know scream two is yeah scream two scream six uh i guess that's what they that's what i get for them calling scream five scream five cream five cream no but you know forum you know what i'm looking just as like a horror fan and and like the you know just the the social media interaction and just getting together and talking about it what i'm looking uh, what i'm looking forward to with scream six is the fact that Part of this is being taken out of a big element that it's normally in. So as fans, and you know, we we all came in at the same time, and people have come in at different times, but as fans, as the collective, it kind of puts us all in a more even playing field. We're 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 we love this franchise, but we're now out of familiar territory. So it's kind of like anything goes. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas like, you know, we all watch. Halloween ends and we have 
feelings about these characters and we have feelings about Haddonfield and we have feelings about how these people should be acting by this point in time. You know, I live 10 minutes. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to bitch about Halloween ends very quickly, but let's say it's like, I live 10 minutes from the Amityville horror house. It's 40 years later. No one cares. (laughs) No, I don't, I like, I apologize if that's cold. Nobody, it was 40 years ago. No one cares. Like and, and, you know, and they're making movies with the word Amityville in it that are like Amityville Shark House, Amityville right. in space. They're like, yeah. it, like there's yeah. nothing even resembling that franchise anymore. It's just like a word in the public domain that gets added onto a movie title for for like the effect. Like, yeah, and, yeah, and like, and I agree with you that like the one of the biggest problems with Halloween Ends for me was. Lori's entire attitude towards everything and yeah like and and I don't buy into this conceit that apparently David Gordon Green had of like like we need to see how much Michael Myers has affected Haddonfield in the original fucking movie he kills three people <laughs> in Haddonfield it's very, it's very it's very simple what Halloween kills and Halloween ends you just have to swap how the characters are acting in each film. <laughs> how they would have, how they act in ends would have been perfect for how they should have acted in kills and how they're acting in kills would have been perfect for ends. Yeah. But yeah. like, but, but back to the Scream 6 trailer, it sounds like I'm on board with you guys. I think we were all like, I watched this and I was like, all right, like I'm, 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 I'm in, I'm ready to go. Like, I'm really, I'm excited by this. Yeah, I don't even think I was excited by the trailer for five. Yeah, uh, this this no. this gets me excited. Yeah, and yeah, and I think it's thing. it's going to be a great spring when March and April we're taking two franchises that are notorious for being in specific locations. You have Scream, Woodsboro. You have Evil Dead, A Cabin in the Woods, and you're putting them in the big fucking city and doing something completely different. And I love that. You know, it's one of the reasons why, even though I I, I, I will not ever say that they are great movies, I respect Rob Zombie's Halloween movies a lot for doing something fucking different. Yeah. For, for giving us 40 minutes of young Michael Myers talking and living in the, you know, Rob Zombie house of filth. And like, yeah, that's not for everybody. And I totally get it, but it's something, I will always say I'd rather watch the first half of Rob Zombie's Halloween than the second half. Cause the second half is like a carbon copy remake of the first. Yeah. And And then all that thought for one sec, Danny, I got my kid here. I want you guys to keep talking though. I'm going to actually bow out because I got to go be with my kid. When well, you're when you're done, when you're done, just hit exit studio and I'll end the video. But y'all keep going because I want Chris on here because it's really good to have you back on here, man. Thanks, but man. It's good. It's good I, to I'm bowing out, but you guys keep talking scream. Okay. <laughs> oh my oh, god. No, I yeah, know. I'm just I, I'm like, do you have dinner waiting? Wait, wait. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Before I go, oh. though, just remember, this isn't being edited. This is going out live. So no, I was just saying. Well, keep... does Danny have dinner waiting? Like, I listen. We we could wrap this up. I got dinner. I got uh, I got to help Brandon take out a piece of furniture. So yeah, we could wrap. No, this that's up. fine. 
Listen, Dude, it was, it was um, thank, thank, thank you guys for having me back on. Um, we're, we're all excited by this, which is, which is great. It's, it's always a fun day in horror fandom when we could all watch something and be like, hell yeah, let's go. I'm ready. Yeah. And, uh, let's, uh, you know, Chris is the king of the 30 to 60 second review. Nobody does it better. Uh, from the days of stardust to, uh, your YouTube channel, future boy reviews, uh, nobody does the short review better than you. Thanks, uh, you managed to say everything that I have to say about a movie in 30 seconds. That takes me 25 minutes on a fucking video. So <laughs> I love you. Good to see you. Welcome I love back you to the too. Lasercast. I love both. I love both you guys. I love what you guys have been doing on the channel. I Thank watch you. it all the time. Yeah. It's keep it going. Hopefully I'll, I'll, I'll pop in here from time to time when I can. Yeah, any any chance I get to talk to you guys. I love it. Any, anytime. And for everybody else, uh, our top 10 of 2022, which is probably the longest video we ever recorded. It, it was, it was long. Oh my, I made a joke that it, it, it was so long that, uh, you could have watched Skinnamarink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I haven't, I uh, haven't seen it yet. I'm looking forward to watching it. Yeah. Uh, Chris, uh, uh you're Chris. Pete is editing that video. It's going to be up very soon. Uh, top 10 of 2022. Uh, and yeah, uh, tell us what you think of the Scream 6 trailer. Chris, great to see you. And Good we will to see talk you too. to you very soon. All right.